0: That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio Excuse me. Great to be with you today. <coughs> Cough and all, uh, got a lot to cover today. And uh, of course, everyone's is recovering a little bit from the uh, Super Bowl. A little bit of Super Bowl blah last night, uh, as the game uh, worked its way into a rout. And it uh, seemed to me that uh, the Kansas City Chiefs never quite got rolling, uh, and uh, Tom Brady on to to win number seven, which is uh, which is pretty extraordinary. Uh, if you missed it this morning, a uh, great piece by our good friend and tag team partner in our polling, uh, pollster Scott Rasmussen, today on Deseret.com, uh, and he, he got very reflective in terms of what we learned from the Super Bowl uh, about Trump voters and Biden vote. And uh, he, he led by saying, you know, only a small fraction of Super Bowl viewers were actually staunch supporters of either team. Uh, just like in 2020, uh, when most of the voters weren't really Biden supporters or really Trump supporters. Uh, and so we kind of played that out as an analogy. And it's a, it's very important for us to remember, because it's important for uh, those on the left to remember that uh, not everyone that voted for Trump out of the 72 million that voted for President Trump, then President Trump, uh, are were diehard Trump supporters, just as those on the right should remember that of the eighty-plus million that voted for President Joe Biden, uh, vast majority of them weren't really Joe Biden supporters, and so it's sort of like the Super Bowl. But we all kind of watch and we all engage, and that's that's all a good thing. Uh, and so we just have to recognize that uh, one, we're we're not nearly we're not nearly as divided as we think we are. And uh, I think this analogy that Scott Rasmussen used today is is really good. Uh, because it does show us sometimes we ascribe so much power uh, to to the final two uh, that it's just not accurate. So if you looked at the NFL, uh, you had two teams playing in the Super Bowl. The vast majority of people who watched the Super Bowl probably were cheering during the season for one of the other 30 teams in the NFL. Just like during the election cycle, there were those on the Democratic side who were really polling for, cheering for one of the other 18 candidates that ran on the Democratic side, just as it was with uh, former President Trump in 2016, 20 uh, folks on the Republican side and most were cheering for someone else. And then you kind of coalesce and the election moves on. And so it's important for us to recognize all of that. And uh, I thought of all of the commercials that uh, popped up uh, during the course of the game uh, yesterday. uh, I think the the ad by Jeep and uh, Bruce Springsteen, I think, w- had the most important message in terms of the country. So I want you to listen to this. Uh, it's interesting to listen to it without the visuals because it makes you think slightly differently. But I want you to listen to this from Bruce Springsteen. Uh, of course, he, he talked about this place in the middle, in the middle of the country. And uh, there's some important lessons there that I think uh, we can start to apply.
1: There's a chapel in Kansas standing on the exact center of the lower 48, it never closes. All are more than welcome to come meet here in the middle. It's no secret, the middle has been a hard place to get to lately, between red and blue, between servant and citizen, between our freedom And our fear. Now, fear has never been the best of who we are. And as for freedom, it's not the property of just the fortunate few. It belongs to us all. Whoever you are, wherever you're from, it's what connects us. And we need that connection. We need the middle. We just have to remember the very soil we stand on is common ground. So we can get there. We can make it to the mountaintop, through the desert, and we will cross this divide. Our light has always found its way through the darkness. And there's hope on the road. Up ahead.
0: So there you have it. That's uh, Bruce, Bruce Springsteen. That was a part of the Super Bowl yesterday. Uh, a really poignant, I think, commercial. Uh, was, not, uh, was not quite uh, so God made a farmer and uh, Paul Harvey and the rest of the story. But a very important message, very powerful message. And the thing that struck me as, as being most important uh, was that we need to, to get to this place of focusing on freedom instead of fear. Uh, that freedom belongs to all of us. And often we allow the fear stoked by others uh, to think that, make us think that we are less free or that we have less liberty or that we aren't able to engage in meaningful conversations. Uh, and I love the line that the very soil we stand on is common ground. And one of the things that stood out to me in this commercial was the fact that it, it wasn't about coming to a mushy middle, this was not about a kumbaya moment. This was not about a big national group hug. Uh, there was still a bit of an edge to it, as there always is with Bruce Springsteen. Uh, but there, there was a bit of an edge of, hey, this is, this is just where we come. This is just what we do. And it's okay. And so we don't have to demonize each other. We can all show up in Lebanon, Kansas, and uh, go to a church in the middle of the middle of America and have a conversation about things. And we can do it without contempt. We can we can do it with kindness and compassion. We can do it in challenging ways. We can have big open debates, even roiling debates, and then we can move forward together. And uh, in conjunction with that, uh, also interesting over the weekend. Uh, Pope Francis uh, had his annual gathering. He collects uh, and gathers all of those who are ambassadors to the Holy See from around the world. He brings all these ambassadors in, and they have a conversation together. And as part of that, Pope Francis reflected on a lot of the different uh, crises that were happening around the world, and he said... The, the biggest crisis, the most serious crisis, is the crisis of human relationships. Uh, I thought that was interesting. He said, I am convinced that fraternity is the true cure for the pandemic and the many ills that have affected us. Along with vaccines, fraternity and hope are, as it were, the medicine we need in today's world. And I think it's that same message Uh, So to think that the Pope and Bruce Springsteen came together on a message yesterday uh, around coming together, that it's our association with one another, it's that fraternity, that connection uh, that is really going to be the cure to so many of the different crises that we face in the world today. Uh, But just remember that the, the very soil we stand on is common ground and we are all connected and it's the sisterhood and brotherhood of people. Of human beings uh, that is really the answer to what ills the nation we'll step aside for bottom of the hour news when we come back my conversation with representative Blake Moore from Utah's first district don't miss it coming up next
1: two years ago
0: Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul Airport there's desperation and anguish more than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America but this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Martin, and my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we will find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.